Okay, okay, and welcome back to the Washington Hour podcast. I am your host, Chastity Washington. Here we are again with our basketball chat. First of all, let's welcome in my co-host, my brother, Mr. Anthony Washington. Yeah, yeah. What's happening, everybody? Let's get this Larry O'Brien trophy. Come on, I, you already ready? You <laughs> right off the bat, and we are <laughs> we are here to discuss these NBA finals. This is our fifth basketball chat here on the Washington Out Podcast, and I am grateful to have two of uh, my good friends, two two guests uh, that are uh, basketball savants. We have Coach Daniel Turnbull and um, Shooter with the Water, Miss Ashley Sally. Uh, thank you two for joining us today as we get ready to uh, to delve into these um, unique NBA finals. So thank you all for, for joining us today. Thank you for having me. We don't know where Turnbull is. He's still parallel parking. All right. So, <laughs> uh, so off the top, off the top, but and now go. I'll go with you first, and we'll go around the circle. NBA finals: Phoenix Suns, Milwaukee Bucks unheard of Bucks not in the finals since 1974 didn't have a chip since 71 so 50 years in the sun since 93 since Jordan took their throats out so what your, your thoughts are uh, being that I am 52 <laughs> I was not even basically a baby the last time they won uh-huh I am excited because I get to finally see the Bucks in the finals for the first time in my lifetime as an adult. And like I said, hopefully if Giannis play, we got a good shot at bringing Larry O'Brien trophy back to the mill. So basically I am definitely looking for the Bucks to knock this thing out within seven games. That's right. Mm-hmm. I said it's going seven. Mm. You, well, go on and put your prediction out there uh, up front. Let's go ahead and put that out. You go ahead. Let's 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 see what it is, Sally. What's 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 your thoughts? Oh, um, so me being nice and young, nice little twenty five. I ain't gonna lie, real happy that the city got it because it's lit. The city night mm. like the city lit. They, they geeked about it. It's a good thing. And being a basketball fan, this is big for our city, little old Milwaukee, like. Mm-hmm. Super excited about the cities that can come out of this. Also, kind of scared because cities that win titles. But that's, that's later. But I got bucks in six, actually. I got bucks mm. get to seven. Mmm, solid. What? what oh, terrible. What are the You know, um,. I'm gonna have to agree with Sally. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's actually me looking at the matchups. Um, mm-hmm. Looking at like just the you know, like I, I don't I don't count the regular season. None of that matters to me. It's playoff time. Um, but the matchups favor the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, um, look a lot better because they've been mm-hmm. more consistent. They've been more healthier. Oh, uh, they got a mm-hmm. better record. When I'm looking at like matchup by matchup, even our bench, mm-hmm. I'm just a little bit more confident in them in the books. And I'm not I'm not being biased because we're a home team. But mm-hmm. I just don't feel like we have they have anybody on their team who can start middle mm. And that, I feel like that's gonna be the, the key factor. Yeah, Chris Paul is gonna do what he's gonna do. He's gonna be a floor leader. 
uh, we got, like I said, we got matchups for everybody, for every single person. But I don't see anybody on their team who can hold Middleton. Not mm. consistently. Not not consistently. Now that's a, that's a big word for for Middleton. The word you use is consistent. So <laughs> you're right. He's the factor as long as he's consistent. Yeah, we we don't we you know we don't need him. Uh, you know, uh, flaming out, doing the, you know, take a nap mm-hmm. as he did in maybe game three or whatever, whatever it was. I but I, I give I give Middleton um, credit, y'all, because he when this cat needed to show up, he showed up and showed every out. Time, every time, though, every time he yeah. needed to show up, he did. Real talk, and that you know that to me, when you got cats like and Brooke Lopez, we got to give Brooke Lopez some love. We got to give Big Light Skin. <laughs> Some love. He is. He is literally. You know. Okay. You carry two games, five and six. That's the heat is on at five and six. You got to win. You mm-hmm. ain't got. You ain't got your lead player. So I, I have to give them both credit uh, yeah. for showing up right on time when they did to show up. So since we since you started it there, uh, Turnbull, and I, I'll come back to you and Fern first, and we'll go back around y'all. What's the What's the matchups? What's the matchups? And what do you? What do you think the, the the X factors are? What do you what are you who are your X factors and in terms of how they run their offense, how they run the defense, who are your X factors? Just give me your thoughts, Ant. Um my first thought based off everybody's prediction, and I like everybody was pretty much around six games, seven games for me, seven. And the reason why I said seven is is because the first matchup that we all gotta go to is Giannis. And huh. Right now, like I was telling you last time, Chaz, I don't believe Giannis is going to play mm. tonight. Yeah. You said you saying tonight. Well, he I'm, was just upgraded to I'm, questionable. Right, that's Ooh. my point. That's what I was. Yeah. I was telling. I was saying is that until Giannis actually steps on that court, anything questionable, anything probable, that don't mean nothing to me. Because, like I said, he's got a hyperextended knee, and from what I've been told, that thing is not easily healed quickly so that's why I'm saying when Turnbull was saying in the matchups we match up well that's mm-hmm. the part that we do do when we got Giannis we take okay. Giannis out now we're looking at a whole different series okay. that's where the matchups are going to change because now you got Lopez going against Aiden mm. Mm. but you know uh, look how the but look mm-hmm. how the books you know that's the thing like everyone was hurt when Giannis got injured but honestly, mm-hmm. like I, I feel like that was one of the best things that could have happened. No, it's mm-hmm. different. It's different. Of Lopez and Aiden, though, that's a whole nother team. That's a whole nother ball. Whole nother team. It's a whole escalation. Because he booked mm-hmm. up gonna be in it. That's that's gonna be the biggest thing to make sure we keep him in control and giving them outlets and areas for all that stuff. And basket. That's that that hurts. That hurts tremendously. We need him for this. True, but, but I, honestly, I I agree, I agree because I think and like you said, but like y'all all said, that does change. If if you have Giannis and Lopez on the floor at the same time, that's too much length, I think, for Phoenix. Right? Somebody's going to negate uh, Aiden out, even though he's really playing great basketball right now. He he, he nineteen, he looked forty seven in the face, but he's playing great <laughs> basketball right now. And I really think uh Brooke Lopez would negate him 
as far as that length and that size. And then Giannis will do the draw. So I think that that is, like y'all said, having Giannis on the floor changes uh, everything because the mat, everybody else has to play. Somebody got somebody gonna have Drew is gonna have to play and Chris is gonna have to play, right? They the the matchup whoever is uh, on a you know whoever's playing Middleton uh, if Devin Booker's gonna have to play defense and if that all the guards everybody else is gonna have to play like straight head up. This is the matchup. Everybody is kind of canceling each other out. So where is the um, where's the advantage? You know, so good. Continue, continue. More thoughts. Uh, for me, that was it for me, Chas, as far as uh, uh, the, the how I look at the most important matchup, because like I said, other than that, it's going to come down to the bench, and whoever, whoever bench plays the best will give them that advantage going forward in this series to me. Solid. X-Factors, like your thoughts. X-Factors. Um... Yeah, roughly consistent. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. bench play. I look at people like uh, my boy Crazy Eyes. I love Bobby. Him. I love I love Bobby. He got a like I said, he got a name like an old man. But you know, <laughs> listen, Bobby, the, the the energy that he gives the team, especially at home. It's, mm-hmm. it's like it's like unmatched. Right. Kind of like when Giannis brother comes into the game, he might he might not do nothing, but make one block, but he's going to get the whole crowd into the game. Like once he makes that one defensive play, he's our old man. Gadget reach, and um, in <laughs> <laughs> uh Forbes, Forbes is uh-huh. a Forbes uh-huh. is a sleeper, and yep. I feel like he hasn't had that series where he just went crazy because mm-hmm. he's a he, he's a pure shooter he, they True. just haven't been able to fall the way he needs them to I feel like sometimes he rushes it right he mm-hmm. tries he tries way too hard sometimes correct yeah but if he can just settle his feet man because all, all he needs he, he doesn't and he can catch and shoot he can come off the screen mm-hmm. you know um, if if we're if we can do that and we can spread the floor we can get him mm-hmm. a lot of good open looks like a lot of those looks PJ Tucker getting is supposed to be for uh, four. As True. a matter of fact, those, I like what those corner said. shots. The X factor. Yeah. He's an X factor tonight. We need him to show up tonight. Yeah. If you okay. don't put no more points up for the rest of the series, if he can give us 10 to 15 tonight, <laughs> mm-hmm. we'll still game one. Yeah. Solid. True. True. Sally, thoughts, X factor. The way that I see it is, I, I don't think it's so much how we perform offensively. Got to start with the Because I think. You, you breaking up just a little bit, Sally. I don't know if you buy your yeah, that's by your thought, router. Man. I wasn't thinking about defense. Uh, <laughs> a little better. That's correct. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, I was just saying that I feel like we got to start with defense first because Devin Booker is a problem. Yes. Magnificent. He uh-huh. is going to have to be stopped every level. He's going to have to be extremely uncomfortable all night. And then. Uh-huh. I'm assuming Holiday and CP3, Holiday gonna have to not let him breathe. No level of confidence, no opportunity to lead them into any direction at all. And I think mm-hmm. the offense will come after that. 
But I think so mm-hmm. we allowed teams to get on a run super early and then we're playing catch up majority of the game and then we fall and lose because of that. I think it got to, especially if Giannis not playing, defense going to mm-hmm. be the biggest right. factor that we need to have any kind of success in winning the finals. So I definitely feel that. Yeah, I agree. That's right. That's why I'm thinking seven games because if we don't have Giannis, they're going to have to play the defense. And another, I, got one, I got one for y'all key. basketball tech people. Since y'all talking about, like she's saying about slowing down Booker, I just thought about this when she said that, based off of the fact that if they go into pick and roll, mm, that was my next point. Because Lopez, he can't handle that. That was my next point right there. Got Not at all. Not Lopez, at all. If you pay attention to all the games against Atlanta, where we were in dire need of a win, that was the only time Lopez stepped up on that pick and roll. And every right. time he did so, right. he got about four or five blocks a game. Right. True. You know, but if he doesn't step up, if he sags and 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 uh, just allow the point guard to get that that little easy floater to the lane, right? Hear me. Yeah, and then that you know you you are correct because we we got to think about the spots right where he sags right at the free throw line extended. <laughs> it are Chris Paul spots. Those mm-hmm. are his spots. Yeah. Right. He and so if you. Range. Yes, exactly. So if you if Drew is pushing him out, they they hit the pick and roll. They gonna have to, like Sally said, pick up on the other side that that back side of the defense to cover that pick and roll because they gonna you gonna have to double Chris on. You know what I mean? When they hit the pick and roll, they gonna have to double him to make sure he don't get to his spot or he he at least has to have a handout and be able to switch and whoever's on the other side has to cover that roller. Right, that's what I'm saying. If they if they if they don't double Chris up top and then have that backside in a you know in rotation, whoever it is, I don't you know whether it's Bobby Portis or whether it's PJ Tucker, they have to play the backside, right? And then all you can do is show, like even you know y'all y'all talking about Devin Booker. He is like, and, and Sally, you're right. He is a problem. But the, what all they can do is show. I would literally show a a double. I would show a double, and and come off of it, and then I would make him play defense all night long. I would literally try to use his own uh, conditioning mm-hmm. against him. I literally mm-hmm. would whoever's on him. If it's Chris, I would make Chris nigga drive eight or seven times mm-hmm. each time. Just drive, yeah. drive, drive. Just. Get him in foul trouble, push him back. Mm-hmm. You know, where the, there's a little bit less on that shot when we get to the end of the third or when we get to the midway point in the fourth because he's tired, yep. right? I, I'm going to find different ways um, beyond just, you know, because I see your advantages. You you can drop 35, and we, we, we can do that, but we don't need you to get 35 and Chris to get 25. So yeah. we got what – are, what are the options to – um, we gonna push somebody. I'm gonna either push Chris or I'm gonna I'm push Booker or I'm pushing both. Whichever. See, this is what I'm afraid of. Um, it's like the, the Suns do have a lot of weapons, and I feel like Cameron Payne, Crowder. Mm, yes, Crowder, right. Crowder can give you about twenty. He's and true. If he can he go, might on hit here. about four. And he, he might hit about four threes on. You. You right, know, like he 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 he's one of them key factors for for them that like if we shut down, I'm not gonna say shut down, but if we could try to contain Booker, uh, try to contain Paul, I don't think their big man is gonna score twenty points on us. 
Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think no one else on that team is going to give us maybe 20 plus. You know, so I feel like those are our those are the three people we need to pretty much worry about. There's Booker, Crowder, and uh and, and Paul. Mm. I think it's about just not allowing them to open up their game for other people to get on. We allowed Devin Booker to get on three, eight, whatever, and they game open up, it's gonna allow more opportunities for everybody else to open up. If they're uncomfortable, the rest of their team will be uncomfortable. Most definitely. Mm-hmm. Mm. We got a, we got we got we got, we got, we got. So we got yeah. we based off of what y'all two are saying. What I was visualizing as uh, our way of looking at victory is we're they're gonna get fifty. Paul and and, and Book are gonna get fifty for them. As mean they're gonna count for at least fifty points. Mm-hmm. But like she's saying, can we slow them down to where they don't get going in those fifty points to where they get them other players off? Mm-hmm. 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 If, we, if we can keep it at a you know and I agree I totally agree with you but I, I think Crowder he let, Crowder might give them two solids tonight two shots but I, the main objective for him is the hustle factor and the toughness factor to me that is, that those are the keys with, with, with Crowder he's going to body somebody he's going to get a couple of rebounds but the, you know the main thing is what can we negate from him, what can we negate from, and I mentioned Cameron Payne mm. earlier, who is, you know, like this loose cannon, uh, left hand shot, you know, step back shot, quick, take you off the dribble. What what can we negate? Mm. Right? What can we what can we negate uh, you know, from a, a, a Jay Crowder, a Cameron Payne? What can we negate? And what can we negate from from Aiton? Their confidence. Can we take away three or four rebounds? That's their confidence. That's why I like what she said earlier about I'm she I'm telling you right now, you've given me hope. Ashley, you've given me hope. Because <laughs> I finally started to see that dang it, we might be able to out defense them to that trophy. And I feel like honestly, and I feel like the experience over the last two seasons, the like just a heartbreak. Especially yeah. last season, like coming up short. Because honestly, in my heart, I feel like we're supposed to be going for a three peak this year. But that's neither here. Mm. Mm. That, that's neither here there. But Ooh, like I that's said, a deep one right there. I'm looking at Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard saying, uh, "Yep, hey, listen, <laughs> and me too. He me like, too with uh, a stale face. He's laughing. He's not even smiling. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like seriously, I, I, I feel the exact. I feel you, man. I want it to be that way, but he convinced me after we went up on Tuesday. Nah, we 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 got the team, but we just had a coach at that time. No, I don't know this opportunity gonna work out so well next year with like how the team stack their setup and yeah. like cover and get their bodies right and off season like yeah. Still like you know they still trying to recover from being in that bubble and the pandemic and COVID. Mm-hmm. Like we maximize on because. Sorry, but James Harden, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie Irving—that's like cool. they're not going out like that. Next they're gonna be year. back next year. That one the sit, that one the series was supposed to come through like that. Mm. We, mm. It ain't no other option. Like we have to take advantage of this finals opportunity, right? Because it might not arise again for for a little bit. And this is oh, gonna be the positive. You saying that's my? That, I'm asking y'all now, based on what y'all are saying. This is a 
unique finals for Bucks fans because half of the Bucks fans are adamant that Budenholzer got to go. Mm. So oh, it's kind of crazy I'm, that I'm this that. man might win a trophy and we're still saying, is he really a good coach? Man, they Bucks fans do hate him. <laughs> Bucks fans are not a fan. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's what anybody, because when we were winning, it's like, oh man, he was everything we needed. But then we're losing. It's like, what have you done for me lately? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I guess what I'm asking you guys, I'm saying, right. But I'm saying, can you, can, being that, you know, using your eyes as far as adjustments, I'm, I'm personally on the side of, I've watched enough now to say, he may, he's not the greatest of adjusters. But if that's his style, you can't take that from him. Because like you said, Turnbo, if you win with your style, you win with your style. Mm-hmm. It might well, not be I, I'm so pretty, but it wins. Yeah. Right. And I, I, I think another another factor, y'all, and I, I agree with y'all, um, I think another factor is his, like you say, his style, but he seems to be like this super calm, easygoing mm-hmm. type of coach. And he, you know, calmly talks to them and kind con- He's not a uh, an intense, uh, you know, old school Pat Riley, or you know what I mean. Like he, he's not, uh, right, he's right. not the he doesn't have the uh, the, the player uh, comfort uh, factor. Maybe he does like a Tyron Lue or a Doc Rivers. So uh, it, it, he's proven that he can win. He's a regular season coach. This was a step, I think, even with them uh, beating a depleted Brooklyn Nets team. That was a huge step for him, and that was a huge step for the the team as a whole. For them to go down to that team with a hot KD and pull it out in seven games, they needed that. That saved his job, to be honest with you. That's that's my thought. That saved his job that night, game seven. Whether they went to the, you know, uh, whether they, and the, the East, that secured them winning and getting through the conference finals, that secured his job even more so. That gave him at least another year, right? But he right. had to win in the playoffs. And then for them, as I was watching, because I was I was at, like, at, and I was at the Lab Factory and the comics were like, aren't you from Milwaukee? I'm like, yes, I'm, can you <laughs> let me finish my set? So then I can see the clips. Um, but they're walking through the hall like, the fucking Bucks? Like they're all looking at the Bucks? The Bucks won, are you serious? Right? Nobody expected it. That was a huge step for them in everything that you said, Turnbull, of the the struggles of the last two years. And that to me, that progression will make the difference in whether or not they win this championship. No disrespect to the, the Suns, because this has been a great year for them. I'm yeah. so happy for Chris Paul after 16 years, watching him struggle, watching him be great and not get to where we all knew that he could get to. But at the same time, this was a step for the Bucks, and I really think it. This is opening the door for them to possibly, if not truly, truly win this championship this year. So, are we saying the advantage as far as coaches go to Boonhoser or Monty? Ooh, um, ooh, Monty. Sorry. Okay, Hope there you. we go. So we got that checked off. Well, you know, Monty's a man of God, so. <laughs> He is a man of God. I mean, uh, I mean, Bud never. True. Monty likes hug- he likes hugging his players. 
Oh, he like a dad. He is they dad. I can't put the blessing oil on him. He is Come on. Laid- <laughs> I like how laid back he is, but you know. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tommy, they play. They play for their coaches, man. Yeah, I, I know so, all about that. Yeah, they I know all about that. So, so it's gonna be interesting to see their desire based off of what he. Because I don't know if people remember his story. He lost his family. So yeah, I know that pulls at a lot of those players when they come play for him. So yeah, that's what I'm saying is, uh, I got to give him the edge in the coaching department for mm. all those reasons. I don't know. Ooh. On the coaches, I'm I'm totally um I don't know, I'm tired on that one. Mm. Then Buttonholzer is out of here after the season is over. <laughs> I don't think so. I know. I this, think he got uh, one more. I think he got listen, one more. He's going to get a contract extension after they win the championship. <laughs> hey, now that right there, I got to agree with you. That's my point. Why I brought it up because this is a situation where this man is going to be in a position where he's got a right to demand a contract extension from the Bucks mm-hmm. if he wins a championship. But then half the fan base is saying we don't want him. It's going to be crazy. But, but, another, another, but, I, I but will that factor. change? But will that change now that they've made it to the finals? No, nah, Chelsea, he's out. If you don't win the title, I okay. think he's out. Okay. Okay. That's my prediction. We still got Sally. Where's Sally? Maybe not. Okay. I mean, hopefully, I, hopefully I she, she. Okay. This, this is another factor I see with the Bucks too. I'm, I'm and I'm looking past this year. If they win a championship, you know, the last couple of years we've always had a problem with free agency. We will not have that issue this year. Mm. Definitely, somebody is going to be like, you know what? I'm going to go play with Giannis and give me a ring. Mm. No one has wanted to come here because, like, okay, we're in Milwaukee. There's nothing to do here. You know, so it's like, like, why would I go to Milwaukee? To win. That's the only reason, like, they're going to come here. And that's to win. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, I feel like this is, like, the foundation that they've been building over the last couple of years. You know, like I said, because, like, nothing came easy. Like, look at look at our winning percentages since we had Bud. Mm-hmm. The, only, the only way we slipped off is in the playoffs. And honestly, I don't think it was co- bad coaching. I just feel like... Like, look at, look at, if Giannis is our leader, we got to put a lot of that blame on him. Like, mm. Giannis is not a, I hate to say it, he, he's not a playoff time player. He's not somebody Ugh. we can go to in the last two, three minutes of a game and say, hey, make a play. You know, he's yeah, not he's- a person, like he's, like I said, his, his free throws has become, like, now he's like the laughing stock of the league with free throws. We can't mm-hmm. even follow him. Like he mm-hmm. gets fouled, goes to the lines. Like everybody knows he's gonna. The pressure's on him. Then mm-hmm. uh, we have, like I said, he can't come up and shoot a mid-range jumper in motion. Mm-hmm. Backing up to the half-court line and taking three dribbles and, uh, <laughs> and a power step. Right, so all those right, 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 there, right. I feel like a lot of those losses got to come on Giannis because he always had to have the ball in his hand. And I feel like now this year Middleton is like you know. I and I agree with you. I, th- I but I think the addition of Drew mm-hmm. shifted a lot of that because, like, I didn't think it was. And y'all tell me what y'all thought, but I I did not. Other than maybe 
a couple of times in a quarter, they should not have Giannis bringing the ball up the floor. Ever. The worst right? decision you in the to, world. You you have to let him let Drew initiate the 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 offense and run the offense through uh through Giannis. Mm-hmm. Right? Like they, they their motion just even with the two games that we that we saw games 5 and 6 without Giannis playing, you see the player movement, the cutting, mm-hmm. the picks, mm-hmm. right? Uh the movement of the ball, the where you 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 know that, and that's exactly how you want it to be able to outthink and outmove the, the defense that's on you. And I think that that makes a difference. And I think that is a factor in them how far they've gotten this year. Because Drew is a, is a a great ball handler. He can you know penetrate. He can shoot. He can you know so taking get uh, you know dispersing where the ball can be, who can make the play, where everything is not just focused on Giannis. And then they get, you know, he gets trapped in a wall like he like he did last year in Miami. And I, um, I think that that is, you know, that is a factor. They've done a much better job. If I give Coach Bud any type of, uh, you know, kudos, I would say for making that adjustment, the the Bucks front office for making making the moves, getting getting Drew, getting Bobby Portis, getting PJ Tucker, yep. to and it's changed the the way that they they play better, faster defense. Uh, and they have more options on the offensive end. Y'all thoughts? Yeah, Giannis turned into a liability on offense. Oh, now why do you say that? <laughs> if if he's if he's been averaging like thirty two, why would you say that? Because if you look at look at most games, look at when we, we, we bring the ball up the court, we in our set. Where is Giannis? Uh huh. Uh-huh. He's on top of the three. He's on he on the wing somewhere. Right. That does not benefit our team, especially when no one, everyone knows we can. They, they'll sag off. You know what I'm saying? Everybody knows he's not going to pull that. And if he hits and he shoots, if, if he makes and shoots that, I double dog there and do it again. We'd be like, you can live with it. You can <laughs> live with it. You know, yeah. We can live, like, they'll live with that. So it's like. <laughs> but no, seriously, it's like they know he's not going to shoot that. Like I said, then when he does drive. And he collapsed, and and, and 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 the defense collapsed. You know, if he doesn't make that right that that right pass, and that and that, and that player doesn't swing the ball the right way, this is going to be a turnover, a charge, or something. I'm just, I'm just tired of seeing it. I think uh, I, I think, want Giannis to poke, like pick and roll, cut to the basket, or just set like a double screen on somebody and just go for the lob. Uh-huh. I think it's hard for like. Giannis, I think it's hard for any people who are post players to be like a leader on a team. Like the system of basketball ain't the same as it was when like mm-hmm. the Shaq era was where it was like, dude, I'm finna dunk on you and that's all that matters. That's it. <laughs> like you can't guard me. Like that's it. But like now it's like the Stephen Curry's of the world who could pull from half the Damian Lillard's and the Trey Young's mm-hmm. that like can do all of this amazing flashy stuff. So I feel like maybe part of him is just trying to keep up with the times with what a leader supposed to look like but like you can uh-huh. still be a leader you don't gotta do all that I, this is I don't want you to shoot up there I don't want you inside buddy that's what I desire from you until <laughs> your game get there because he do need to work on that like but uh-huh. but I think he's just trying to be like how basketball is now like that's that's what people like the deep threes the flashiness the pull ups like mm-hmm. Yon- 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 like he's picked the team right on the and- playground but see, that's why I always come back to the coaching because, like y'all saying, I watched the series, and you're right, man. 
And once Giannis sees all that space in front of him, I, you just watch him. You go, don't shoot. No, no, don't miss the shot. It just no. in his mind. That's him working on his shot. But that's where somebody got it in the coaching staff got to say, you, you, you shoot that shot during the regular season. That's when you work on that. See, in the so playoffs, how much? How much do you guys you? think coaches got say so's nowadays though? Because like. Whoever is LeBron coach, LeBron is the coach, buddy. You there, you get paid, but LeBron James is that coach. So how much now do y'all think we're like superstars are like, dude, like, no, I'm going to do what I got to do. Like, you don't really get to say anything. Like, do coaches still got that same Phil Jackson say so? See, that's the thing is, I'm looking at the player. So that's what I mean. Unfortunately, with Giannis, he doesn't have a veteran who can talk to him like that. And like he was, like Turnbull said, that's what I'm looking for next season. I'm looking for them to say, I'm looking for a veteran. Just say, I want to win a ring. And I'm going to yeah. go to Milwaukee and play with Young. But yep. that veteran's going to come in and start telling Young, hey, man, oh, oh. Yep. Yep. Them, them are possessions. We, we can't right. do that. So then, mm-hmm. is Holiday good for that thing? Because Holiday ain't no things. You don't think so? Well, but no, Holiday you know who the playoff you... experience either. Right. That's true. That's so right. this is brand new. But you, y'all know who the vocal leader in the Bucks locker room is? PJ Tucker. Yeah. Right. He yeah. Has to catch yeah. Mr. Flashy. Yeah. Right. Oh, the shoes. Come on. <laughs> oh my God. Did you see you the first one of y'all? Oh my uh, goodness gracious. Them, them uh freak threes were. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Lord have mercy. Okay. Hey, you know when I, I knew PJ was from Houston, y'all see him pulling up with his drop top. Yeah. yeah. On, that nigga had on a knitted sweater shirt. <laughs> nigga, that used to nigga. This motherfucker was knitted for the summer. This nigga had on a sweater, but it was knitted for the summer. I said, you see all your tattoos in flesh. And a sweater shirt, nigga, in the summer? That's Houston, nigga? Y'all was playing down there. Yeah, that's specially made, too. On the real, nigga, that was a sweater, nigga, for the summer, nigga. I'm going to kill him in the pregame. I'm going to kill him in the pregame. <laughs> I'ma wear this whole diamond chain in the warm up. You hear me? This diamond <laughs> chain. Houston. This chain is a half a million dollars, nigga. I'm putting it on the shoot 52 minutes before the game start because I'ma kill these hoes when I get the warm up. You hear me? Kill y'all. Ooh. But you need that in Milwaukee, man. That, that's right. We never had that kind of attitude. See, but that's why he liked Milwaukee too, though. Every, you know what's crazy? A lot of people who come here love the city. They love the city, but they just think about Milwaukee like in a negative light, cause like no tourist attractions or anything like no, that. Milwaukee so, thorough people. too, though. Milwaukee thorough. They different. Milwaukee different. They thorough mm-hmm. around here. Yeah, see, and as I said, like that's why people like it when they finally come here. Like, uh, it was only one person who they said didn't want to be here, and I, didn't, I never heard him say it. Uh, who do we trade to the uh, Indiana? Are you talking about Malcolm Brown? Oh, we traded him. I was devastated. Yeah, well, that oh was my dumb. god! That was a that was a that, that was, was a bad move. move. Right. That was Give him the money. Y'all could afford eighty five million dollars over the next four years. Y'all could have gave Minister Malcolm the money. They had messed up already, Chess. They had signed uh, our boy uh, Fuck Him Up. Uh, Bless up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, they, they, 
They fucked up with that bowling ball. They called a guard, nigga. That nigga would come down like a bowling ball. Nigga. Everybody over it, but the ball still wouldn't go in the pocket. Oh my god. <laughs> so that's you why ain't lying because he gave up on. You know that was a sad bet. Yeah, you're right. That was they, the they tried. They tried. It was you know that's like okay, you give somebody an ultimatum in a relationship. Like, look, I need you to make eight free throws and two jump shots. If not, we gonna break up. And they broke up <laughs> with right. Eric Bledsoe. He was like, oh well, then. Well, he was like, well, you know, I mean, what you mean? Yo, you finna break up with me? What you saying? And now he in New Orleans, sad. Yeah, <laughs> out of the playoffs, nigga. Big like next to Zion. I like New Orleans. Come on. It's like people go down there. Oh, I love Zion. New Orleans. I don't the like city's great. I'm talking about the team. I just love, <laughs> I just love Mello. You, you, hey, Zion ain't going to be there no more. Man, Zion, Zion is trying to make a move for Zion exactly. right now. <laughs> Zion going to pull one of the Anthony Davis moves. He's going to be Man. like, I saw it. I see now, nigga. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get back. Mm-hmm. He's going to come back Ooh, 325 it- pounds next season. <laughs> Listen, who, who's they left and we we off topic we only got a few minutes left y'all but okay. speaking of new orleans have they hired a coach yet after firing <laughs> ben gundy <laughs> after two days on the job has, has anybody been hired in new orleans i don't know i'm gonna put me in an app though i was just gonna say nigga i think we all can put an application in. <laughs> Dude, everybody want to co-sign shit fuck it Mm-hmm. <laughs> you gotta, you I know you gotta uh, coach. You just look at his ogre looking stuff and just be like, jump. <laughs> Throw the ball in the hoop. <laughs> That's it. He gonna be okay, coach. He <laughs> <laughs> got coach, dude. I hope Zion do make it to the playoffs. It would have been nice too. I know. I see why the NBA want him in the playoffs because it'd be nice to watch him in the playoffs to see really yeah. what can he bring. So even but, though we off topic, yeah, uh, Mason, yeah. what we saying is bringing them Milwaukee. Uh, <laughs> we can stop with that big nigga. <laughs> Get that nigga some of these brats and beers, nigga. That nigga. <laughs> Don't they look have, like somebody from the Underground Railroad. They go ahead. All right. All, on <laughs> all right. They go ahead. Zion on Burla at the pasty shop. They gonna buy the whole. That whole shop, nigga. I can see it now. Nigga. Uh, yeah, lying. Hey, that'll be the first trip. That'll be the first trip to take him to. <laughs> you don't get fat off this shit, man. <laughs> yeah, man. But yeah, Jackson, you know what? I'm going to say this. Now, he said the last player that didn't want to come to Milwaukee, I'm going to say it right now. That was my man, Bobby Simmons. And he's still the most popular and famous situation of any player that did not want to come to the Bucks, being that his wife cried. So when your <laughs> wife cries, nigga, you're gonna always go down to history because you didn't want to come to this motherfucker. Like, no, so we I'm can't glad go there. Past them days. So we go we're gonna get somebody good next year, Brady. I like True. I feel that we got to get somebody next year. But hopefully the 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 Terminator will say, No, I don't wanna be here anymore. Hey, let me go do this. Maybe the Terminator will pull out and say, "Playoff P, this ain't enough. Come on, I'm finna go to the mean streets." Oh, man! If we get Clyde Leonard for a rental, that'd be crazy. One, I'll take him for one year. You said Kawhi? Yeah. 
Nah, he got a clause in his. He, he can. He, he, he decides where he want to go, doesn't he? Yeah, he decides where he want to go. You're right. He's a, he made sure to do that. Unless he got some family in Racine, I doubt if he be up. Here. Yeah, you ain't lying. <laughs> he gotta know somebody, huh? He gotta have somebody. <laughs> they call Wisconsin, nigga. <laughs> Close to Chicago. Yeah, oh, he love his family. <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. but you know, and sometimes that can be a possible distraction, possibility. Trust me, well. Okay, on. I got one last one for y'all because I'm coming up there. So I don't know if y'all been to the the, the Deer District or whatever the heck they called it, but I got my friends asking me, "Is it too white?" Because they keep saying white people. So Ooh. I need to know: Is any black people going down to the Deer District? Listen, what? man, there's so many Negroes down there. What? It's a little mix, man. It's, 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 it's a mixture of both. We gotta, you gotta actually. I just gotta I, get down here to see. I'm I coming. went for I went for game six, right? And I remember thinking, like, uh, dude, this is insane to me. Like, this is the most inclusive place I've ever been in Milwaukee. Like, mm. all ages, old, young, fat, skinny, black, Hispanic, Asian, white. Like, obviously, white people got us beat in population for everywhere in the world. So, of course, there's going to be plenty of white people no matter what. But I was really honestly amazed that it was so many people together. And I'm like, how does this work? Like, technically, this setting isn't supposed to work, like, as well right. as it is. Like, but, like, everybody has one goal, the Bucks to win. So, it, like, works some, some way. But it's definitely an experience if you're from Milwaukee. Like, you gotta, you gotta live it. You can't just watch it from your crib. Like, you gotta go right. out there. You gotta go be with the people. Like, this is something that we may not ever get to see in our lifetime right. again. That's why I'm exactly. like, I'm on, I'm on every bar invite. I'm on every party. I'm finna, <laughs> when they win the finals, I'm finna be in right. the parade going crazy. They gonna have to call the cops. Like, who was that lady? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, hey, I'm on. <laughs> that's crazy. I can't even, I'm trying, I'm glad you're saying all that because I was, I, I, I was telling my cousins, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to fathom it. I'm a, I'm, as a Milwaukee resident, I'm like in shock still. Like, damn, is it our turn? Is it really our turn? It's our turn. Yeah, man. Like, I, I was actually, I was in Memphis on Saturday. So I was literally down there with like a bunch of Milwaukee people. And when I tell you, man, the love was like so crazy. Like, and I was just, oh, the whole time, like, I'm always like, man, I can't wait to get out the city. I couldn't wait to come back home. Uh. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm just like, man, I bet they going. I bet the city going down right now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. I'm just, uh -huh. like, I bet that's why I'm going feel. down. I'm on my way. I'm on my way, Milwaukee. I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but I, I just want to say something, though. Let's be good that the Deer District, the Deer District is a mix because picture 5,000 Negroes <laughs> yeah, yeah. gathered downtown. No, they said it'd be more than that though. It'd be like 15, 20. Right. Yeah. Maybe since they added the other TV too. Yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, I, I do. I will say, I'll say this as we get ready to to, to wrap y'all. Thank y'all. This is this has been an excellent conversation. Um, with what, what you were saying, uh, Sally, in terms of the diversity in the Deer District, it just shows that sports is the ultimate uh, unifier. Mm -hmm. Sports, um, if, if we've learned anything with everything that we've endured in the last year, 
um, the, the you know social injustice and issues with the police and changes and bias and po- politics and um, one of the things many many things that unifies people on top of music is sports and it, it that is a exact picture and then even the struggles that we've had here in the city and in the state this is something that the city and the state can celebrate together Mm-hmm. And I think that those types of things can bring change. Real Correct. talk. Well, you see it down. I, I know for y'all, y'all used to it. I haven't been home and I haven't even seen a game yet in New Arena. And I've been home, I um, suffered last year with my brother, you know, and I was able to walk downtown. And while I was walking, I was in shock. I was like, damn, Bucks redeveloped yeah. this whole landscape. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. huge. This is, I think that, and I, I, to me, I think it's a, it's a Bucks and a Giannis effect. Correct. Because yeah, the, you can't do that they, without a superstar. So yeah. Exactly. Sure. Exactly. And and you having, you know, uh, the new ownership that came in and, and purchased the team from Herb Cole, made the the adjustments, saw early, saw that Giannis was a star off the top, uh, even with the coaching change to Jason Kidd. Building Pfizer Forum, building the the sports science health uh, uh, building right off of Juno, and just revitalizing the downtown area. Our downtown will close at, at six p.m. Right, <laughs> right. The mall, only, the, the Grand Avenue Mall, got three stores in it, and that was two our, of them that is was Walgreens. Your <laughs> That's, your That's your highlight of going downtown was the Grand it, Avenue Mall. Exactly. That's amazing. That and and the, what the, the 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 downtown used to be, um, and it's a it's an amazing step, and I, I'm just glad to see it, and I'm glad to to see this team uh, in the midst of the finals. We're gonna we're gonna wrap up here, y'all. I want to thank you again. Thank you to our guests. Thank you to my co-host, Mr. Anthony Washington. Thank you, sir. Coming home, Milwaukee. Yes, yes. Thank you to Coach Turnbull. Thank you, sir. Oh man, thank you for the invite. It was a pleasure. And Thank we will you. have you back. Thank you. Uh, wet ball. Uh, shoot a shoot slice out. Ashley Sally. Thank you. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. And anybody hearing this, if y'all want that work, I'm easy to find. <laughs> Put your money on the table. I'm ready. She's going to knock you out. She's going to shoot the lights out. I'm her so, manager, so contact me first. So I, can, <laughs> so I, can, so I can get my 20 off top. Come on. Come on. Uh, so we definitely we want to thank all of our listeners here for watching our podcast thank you to our guests again thank you to my brother Anthony Washington and we're going to do it again we'll be back next week and hopefully we can get our guests back so we can keep talking about these NBA finals we say blessings and grace may God be with you and cover you and go ahead and close us out like I said Milwaukee let's celebrate let's enjoy this ride let's root for our team let's get this Larry O'Brien trophy Let's party. Coming home, Milwaukee, games four and five, six, seven, whatever. I don't care. Let's win. (laughs) We thank y'all for listening to the Washington Hour podcast. Make sure you subscribe, tell somebody, and tell somebody. God bless y'all. Have a good one. Thank y'all. All All right, blessings. Yeah, yeah.